Welcome to Rigged for Dirt, the podcast recorded as the adventure happens. I'm Frank. And I'm Ollie. And we are out here with our good buddy, AJ. AJ. <laughs> I caught him I literally mid-sip. as he was reaching for mid- a drink. Mid-sip. <laughs> mid-sip. He's like, oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are out in the wonderful outdoors of Orange County. Um, I guess we're technically kind of straddling um, Orange County and Riverside County. Aren't we? Yeah, I mean, right now we're kind of overlooking Lake Matthews. Yeah, Corona, Corona Chino, Norco. We got a nice view of like somewhere know, out there in the that San Bernardino in that smoggy haze is Eastvale. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> nasty today, isn't it? We're kind of like that. it is. I gotta turn my chair because I want to see. I want to enjoy. Eye level with the flight path right now. Too. We are too. It's just a trip, isn't it? Like planes yeah. are coming right at you. Yeah, which is really cool. On level. Yeah. Speaking of planes, we got uh, we got buzzed. By a chopper. Yeah, you were stoked on that one. That was so stoked. Get in the chopper. Yeah, right. <laughs> I thought they were seriously going to see dudes jump out. I mean, they were so low. And then he, and then he like peeled off like he, he was. Oh, totally. Some action movie. Totally. I haven't seen that since like the old Nam movies. Yeah. When the little Huey just peels off, it was like I mean, it was like watching Black Hawk Down. It was rad. I missed it all. Yeah. I missed it all. He was right over AJ. He was right over AJ. So yeah, of course you wouldn't be able to see it. He was right over you. I mean, he was a good probably. 20, 30 feet over you, which for a helicopter is pretty low. You know, I just had my Sarah McLaughlin just kind of <laughs> going off in the Jeep and having a moment in there. Was it I Will Be There For You? Uh, is that a song? I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm just taking a stab at something sappy. Uh, it's like it's like the dog. Like, isn't Sarah yeah, it wasn't the dog. It wasn't the dog commercial. I was going to say, isn't she the one that does the ASPCA commercial? They're like, they use her song. Won't you Probably. adopt the dog before yeah. it gets put down? Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, fun, man. That's so, good. dude, welcome to the podcast. Thank it's you. been forever and a day. Has been. I feel like it's been at least eight, nine, ten months since Luke from Rigged Supply first said, yeah. "Hey, you guys might want to check out AJ and you know get him on the show." I mean, put it this way: when they told us about that, and obviously it was a great idea to have you on the show, you were transitioning into a new rig. Which is not the one that you have now. That's, that's how long it's been. That's weird. Well, you want to back up and just have AJ kind of give the cliff notes to his yeah. story? Yeah, give us the um, the, the, the 10 minute, like, this is my life, who I am, oh, and, man, and where I'm at. That's longer than 10 minutes. That's All cool. Right. That's you, cool. We got time. Um, yeah, we got time, dude. God, where do you want me to start, though? At the uh, so, like, at the so forerunner? Your, par- your, parents, like- your parents met uh, where? That's no, where I'm you want kidding. me to start. No, Damn. Um, I was conceived in... No, just kidding. Uh, I have no idea. No idea. Um, he doesn't even know his parents are. I'm, yeah. I'm still trying to figure all of this out. Well, here, I'll kick you off. Yeah, um, there you go. When it comes to this to this kind of like overland off-roading adventure scene, um, at least for me, the first time I really got to know you was as Photo Runner with the Green Forerunner. Right. Is that really where it started for you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, so how, yeah, so, I mean, like... Um, yeah, I would That's say kind so, of man. when you kicked off into this. And what was that yeah. genesis? Like, how did that even become a thing? So, basically, what happened is I picked up... Man, it's such a crazy story, and I'm trying to, like, remember everything. <laughs> uh, it's not... I don't know. So, basically, 2016, right? Mm. That's what year my Forerunner was. Um, and I was looking for a TRD Pro. Um, in the meantime, I had picked up a... Um, gosh. What was it? Um... Either way, third gen, forerunner. Yeah. It was two wheel drive. Yeah, cool. Um, put you know thirty threes on it, distance suspension. Took a couple trips to Anza, um, and realized that this was like it was it was fun again. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to do all this stuff kind of with my parents when I was younger. You know, Grand Canyon trips. You know, the camping trips you take right. with your parents. Totally. Yep. Yeah. It was kind of bringing back some cool memories. So, 
you know, I had my dog Tia and we'd go to Palm Springs with just her and I, or just go like stay in Joshua Tree and, and, um, you know, and just do some camp things out of the, out of the car, which they now call overlanding, I guess. Right. right. Yeah. So luxurious camping. Yeah, exactly, man. So, (laughs) um, anyway, I, I used to take a trip every year annually through, um, um, Mojave road. So I got really hooked on that. Me and my buddy Lamont's. And so I was like, man, next year I kind of want to bring my own vehicle and I definitely want to have four wheel drive. So I was looking for a TRD Pro for the longest time. Everyone knows how ridiculous. Insanely, first of all, difficult to get. Right. Well, and then when you do find one, it's 10 to 15 grand totally. in California. Though, totally. Only. I don't just, know if you guys know that. Oh, but no. Yeah. The markup right. everywhere else isn't there. It's not, it's, it's normal. normal. Which it's is sticker. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, okay, cool. Well, yeah. I wasn't prepared to, like, I don't know. I was just kind of learning i guess you could say um with the trd pro so i kind of gave up on that for a little while ended up purchasing purchasing um another vehicle in the meantime and then eight months later i was like no i really want to get a you know my four-wheel drive a forerunner um or a jeep at sure. the time believe it or not oh wow yeah so well, i, I was looking yeah right yeah. well this uh, yeah well we'll get into that we'll get uh, <laughs> <laughs> um no so i was looking at rubicon hard rock or the forerunner is what i was going after so I test drove the Hard Rock a couple times, realized, yeah, this is actually really cool. There's a lot that Jeep offers out of the box, and I was really stoked on that. Right. And where right. the 4Runner, it just offered more for what I needed at the time. There was right, more yeah. space in the 4Runner. It still had a rear locker, which I realized that you really don't need anymore, at least in my opinion, for what I do. Um, and I ended up just going after the 4Runner because I went back to the Jeep dealer. They were giving me an insane deal um, on the Jeep Rubicon Hard Rock, and the options went away like that next week yeah so the payment literally doubled oh wow so i was like nah i'm out so i went to the (laughs) forerunner and um so decision made for you yeah yeah pretty much that and it was kind of good man it was good because the forerunner was the right choice yeah it was bigger it could haul some more stuff um and it was just more comfortable for someone like in your line of work which we'll get into yeah is um it's you're not just hauling your camping gear and right. your food. You're also hauling hauling literal gear. Yeah. So, yeah. Lots of camera gear. Yeah. Things so that's, like that. And people just, underestimate how much space that takes up, especially when you're putting it in safe hard cases. Exactly. So, um, and so we ended up getting the Forerunner in 2016, and I had like started Photo Runner um, with my third gen, and just was kind of like, oh, I'm just gonna post up and kind of back up a little bit i'm i'm a i'm a professional photographer it's what i do as a trade i also before all of this i shot a lot in the automotive industry um on the like the car side you know what i'm saying like high-end cars luxury cars things like that um and just more commercial work um to give you guys a background so anyway when i got into the the off-road side i was like oh i'm gonna start an instagram and um and uh I started an Instagram for the Forerunner and just kind of post up just the build process because I had seen it being happening. I was, you know, that guy in the background just kind of stalking accounts and seeing the the Forerunner accounts and like, you know, things that were kind of blowing up. up. No, totally. Just right. not even and blowing up. To like, be honest, yeah. like not even blowing growing. up. They were just, they were just growing, you yeah, know, right. and people were just like posting build stuff. 16, and it felt 17 like, was for sure the boom of the Forerunner. Yeah, absolutely. Or not even the Forerunner, yeah. but just kind of like, Overlanding I think, in general. Yeah, yeah, just overlanding in general and just like documenting yep. your process. Right. Right. Every right. freaking moment. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. dude. So, and stories weren't even out then, guys. Yeah. Remember that? Stories yeah. weren't out totally. then. Like yeah, it was just like that flash, like you, you hit the button for two seconds, it would take a quick like live video or something right. uh, anyway so 
I don't know. I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to, I'm going to get into this and just kind of keep it simple. Right. So I started keeping it simple. I post a picture of like, I didn't toy tech 2.0s and like total chaos upper control arms. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I found some method wheels that I really enjoyed or no FN wheels. Holy crap. It was wow. FN wheels. I had methods on the third gen and just kind of like started building it up and I started getting response and I started getting engagement and I was like, dude, people are really like growing onto this and it's kind of fun. Like it was, it was entertaining for me because I have a Instagram for my wedding photography and I had an Instagram for my automobile stuff and right. people really engage with that too, but not like this. Right. It was so much different. And so I was like, F it, man, I'm just going to go ham on this. And yeah. I'm just going to start producing professional photos again and like shooting with like my Nikon cameras and 7200s and all the way at 200 and like bringing right. in a, a look that I hadn't seen yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like that crazy depth of field. Exactly, man. And just punched in like, like you're, you're, you're bringing those mountains like right up to the background and like, right. you just didn't see it. So I was like starting to do that. And then people started really going crazy and like just hitting me back and this and that. And then I just started building the forerunner on a different level that I hadn't seen yet. Right. You know, I wrapped it green. Cause yeah. I knew like in the automobile industry, <laughs> it's funny cause I had a talk with my buddy before I did it. I said, man, should I wrap it green or cement gray had just came out. And I was right. like, Oh, I really love that color too. But my buddy was like, no, do, do, you know, do green. green. Yeah. And I was like, God, that's so played out. Cause if you looked at the automobile industry back then, Lamborghinis, Ferraris, all right. of those were, were just going, all going green. OD green. Yeah. Right. And I was like, and I was tired of seeing it for the last year or two. And I was like, nah, but then I don't know. I just like, screw it. I'll do it. Cause it's kind of like militarian is that a freaking word tactical <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah thanks man yeah, <laughs> militarian, militarian. I'm, I'm here yeah, for that <laughs> yeah anyways i'm gonna get whatever um <laughs> so anyway so we wrapped it green and then like i was in cahoots with vtx and we were like building his brand and like we did some cool colors and od or we did od green um you know with the tan um look on the wheels and just we're just having fun building the truck and it just blew up from there man i had no idea it was going to yeah so. i think i think it was you know a combination of obviously being a professional photographer and having an eye for good composition instagram obviously you know when you do something like this combined with instagram it's what people want to see when you're getting out to places that are off the beaten path totally. or beyond the average citizens you know yeah span of knowledge right in places a lot of places that didn't even know existed in their own backyard like where we are as right an example now. i've never been here exactly right I've always been to the towers totally yeah right yeah. this is a cool spot actually like yeah real quick is you know it's like a helicopter landing pad but legit I, we've like, kind of right. talked about this before area, haven't yeah. we we did yeah did the we last mention one it? yeah we and we thought like dude it'd be so great to come here post up crack open a couple cans of something and right. uh, just look just, at this view because the view just take it in like like we said at the beginning it's like on level with yeah. like, kind of like the incoming flight path to uh, john wayne yeah and uh out in the distance again you could see like lake matthews and it's just well it'd be prettier without this layer of smog totally it's and a the good thing is it's only 76 cool degrees outside and not 100. Right. Like, it's a really good day to be up here exposed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I put my hoodie on just because I don't want the sun just like. Just beating on you. Me. Yeah. yeah. No, right. this is this is fantastic. I mean, to, to be doing this out here is. Totally. This is living it. So, you know, when I came into it, as far as like knowing about you and, and even just understanding who you were, it was really the photography piece, you know, of like, wow, there's this photographer out there and he's managed to parlay that into this whole thing that he's doing with his forerunner and he's called photo runner. And I'm like, okay, that's a cool play on words. And it kind of ties into everything that, you know, he's kind of about in terms of social. And for me, you know, also like having a background with photography, I'm like, wow. And I, at that time back in 
2016, I was just just starting. Yeah, and I think my we all were. Yeah, my build was literally like totally different from what you were doing. You kind of gradually progressed. I jumped in with 511 and just built this whole like crazy, you like know, immediately. Jeep immediately almost. Yeah. Oh, it felt like overnight. But it was the next year of like 2017 into 18 where I really started um, to understand like what it was all about. And I, and I believe like what, actually, let me back up a little bit. My Jeep was a 2016, but I don't think I really got into it until honestly, it was what SEMA of 18, Frank. Yeah. 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 So it was like seeing guys like you. And that was when five eleven. You were working five eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. five eleven. Because I remember you. I remember you coming up and the five eleven thing coming in, and then seeing the Jeep. Then, um, yeah, on that point. And I think the first time I ever met you and Frank, I it was think Calico. You were there. Yeah, dude, mm-hmm. it was Calico. We were just busting. That's through right. There. That's right. We and, were. You just randomly were ripping through, and, yeah. we're, and we were camped out there, and it was yeah. like, whoa, there's fun. There's AJ. Yeah, <laughs> I'm having a hard time with this right now. Hold on. Take your time. It's, it's a talent yeah. to hold the mic and sleeve a koozie. Dude, we're doing it. We're getting there. All right. That's the picture right there. That yeah, would have been the picture been. right there. Dang it. Um, Good job, Frank. But anyways, for me, like seeing you guys kind of come into it and me being interested and then getting my Jeep and then building the Jeep and then kind of seeing like the bare, like the base minimum of what you were kind of expected to do to even like show up on anyone's radar. Right. Um, it definitely helped. You know, I was like, you know, photography has to be a little bit more thought out. Like, sure. you have to be a little bit more on top, and you have to really put yourself out there. Yeah. And I think anybody who had a somewhat of a story to tell or somewhat of a journey to show did well and has done well. Yeah. Right. And anyone else who kind of got into it just to be like, look at my Jeep, look at my Jeep. They're or kind of my, the kind of me twos. The me twos, <laughs> like they didn't quite hit that same level of whatever. I think it it was like passion over product you know i think it's it's passion but it's also the thing what's true i think with anything it's it's passion but it's also like the transparency of the passion of Mm -hmm. yourself right right like you putting yourself out there and it kind of just exposing you know who you are what you're trying to accomplish and and being real about it and i think that's what really draws people whether it's on this podcast on instagram what you're doing with your photography Mm -hmm. and traveling people that tell these van life stories it's anyone can park a van on the beach and take a picture that's not really what's intriguing right right right? and so it's it's, their super hot girlfriend in her bikini right (laughs) hanging out the back right like she just wakes up that way exactly yeah Yeah. or the white snake around your neck as you're doing your uh, walk around (laughs) right (laughs) cool that too exactly (laughs) she must like that band a lot (laughs) she must like that she's not even old enough to know who white snake is (laughs) (laughs) oh man so many layers (laughs) yeah that was really nice yeah (laughs) <laughs> we'll dig into that we on, will on the yeah. next episode oh man next episode so anyways so yeah you kind of took the forerunner like to the limit almost right like, there there so i mean what my my, my personal forerunner yeah, yeah. I, to an extent i would say you know it was pretty it was pretty built up um never went long travel never really wanted to go long travel didn't see the point of doing any of that mm-hmm. um the funny thing about my forerunner and pretty much every car i've owned except for um, the prospector is a lease. So I, I always thought it was funny when people would find out it was a lease. They're like, you can't mod a lease. I'm Why, like, yeah, yes, I mean, you, you can. can, I mean, you can, and but as long as you buy it out or you sell it right. before the lease is up or when the lease is up or you can buy it back, you're fine. And right, just a right. lot of people were just a little uneducated on that. So I did, even though then I just didn't feel like hacking it up, you know what right. I'm saying? Like I just didn't see the need and, and yeah, man, I mean, 
we had what small 34 inch tires on there we had a badass stage 7 icon kit on there we had full cbi on there um front runner i mean the yep. the the it was set up, man. Yeah, the Alley Cat relationship 10. was pretty big too, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Dude, yeah, Steve is freaking awesome down there, and we, you know, we love them, and to this day we do, and we're still trying to work together on some kind of project, you know. Nice. Um, so, I don't know. It just the the whole foreigner. It was definitely cool to try different things, and you know, to go from a two seventy five or yeah two eighty five seventy seventeen to a two eighty five seventy five, which really no one had never heard of, mm-hmm. and I'm not taking credit for it at all, right. but. 285.75, people are always like, oh, that's a 70, right? I'm like, no, the no. 75 is so much taller. Right. And that's like the one step you did right before you went to 35s. Yeah, and so it's basically a 34 two, I dude, think it is. exactly. Like that. Yeah. Well, it depends on what manufacturer right, totally. you go with. But it's right. about a 34, yeah. Before you right. go to double digits. Right. right. And then you're at 35, and that's when you just have to kill your car. Right. You know, it's like you have <laughs> to hack it up and bang stuff when and the firewalls. The hammers yeah, come out. And <laughs> I, just, I just never was interested in that, so I just didn't do it. Plus, I'm lazy, and I don't do my own work, and that's okay. Yeah. And so, like... I just didn't see a reason to do it, um, but yeah. Other than that, man, that that forerunner definitely built our our social platform. Your brand, basically, right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't say the forerunner did, but like just the community of forerunner. I built my brand, right? <laughs> like, yeah, you know. Um, but but the what forerunner I did was, with the forerunner was definitely was, a centerpiece to that. Yeah, dude, absolutely. And just everyone we met, and just the engagement we had, and just the other podcasts we had been on and the other YouTube channels we had been on and just everybody in the whole community was definitely a pinnacle to us growing and evolving the way we did. Yeah. Um, It's just the consistency and persistence that we had nor I had. I always say we um, to keep it going. Takes a village. Yeah. So definitely this, the last four years have been an, a wild, super awesome ride. Yep. And we're still going, we're still riding, man. Well, let's, uh, let's kind of transition from the forerunner that's where you kind of build our relationships you built your brand and then suddenly everyone saw you in something that was like two to three times as big yeah well, it's, it's funny how people see you or, or see us or anybody but what, sure. you're, what you're driving right they'll categorize categorize you as well you're, you're the toyota guy you're the jeep guy oh you're man. The whatever guy man right? and so like when i, I transitioned gotta, yeah i got to imagine that when you bucked that and went with the prospector that, yes. that alone had to be its own like swirl of just like guys we're moving let's go yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. i've been super curious like how did that even like evolve take form and yeah how did that come on the shit? radar so as as we had the foreigner for almost two years and as we were going out as a family right we didn't go out as a family very much but just myself and i had a ton of gear guys like i was yeah. pretty loaded dude the forerunner holy shit that thing I weighed it once, fully loaded with the family. It was seventy three hundred pounds. Yeah, I believe oh my it. Gosh. On a two hundred and forty horsepower vehicle with yeah, no power. That's rough. Yep. That's no r- power. Yeah, they're already underpowered. Oh my god, yeah, dude! And you know, I wasn't gonna go the supercharger route. Magnuson had just brought one out in right. sixteen or seventeen. I, remember I was that. like, I'm yep. not doing that. I saw some things. I was like, nah. I just don't. I don't. I came from the car world and I came from modding mm-hmm. vehicles, and I've done some stupid shit. To my vehicles to where i'm like there's no return what i'm did, screwed what did you kind of what did day. you have like what was like that one vehicle back in the day that i had that i loved yeah that was fun um probably my golf r i had about okay. a 400 400 horsepower golf r interesting um that was just a really fun car to drive so and you were in the vws too vw bmw okay. um dude back when i was a college kid I had the Honda Civic SI, I right. had the Integras, like, <laughs> nice. you know, I had all that stuff. Yep. I had nitrous on my cars. Like, I was that kid who was the idiot, 
young oh, no, teenage I totally kid. Feel you, dude. Yeah, drag streeping or drag streeping. Drag streeping. You know, <laughs> drag racing down. You know, uh, the city streets because you don't know any better. I right. was that guy. You know, and like I had street bikes. I had two R ones. I raced them. I like you know we went to track days. We got off the street because we realized they were too. You know, they weren't safe and people were just crazy drivers and, sure. you know, and anyway, um, so I just, I've always had a life around the automobile industry. My dad is a, you know, 40 year Ferrari, Mercedes, just mechanic. My oh, Opa no was actually wow. the mechanic for um, Ford versus Ferrari. No he way. He was the head mechanic for Ferrari. Oh, oh wow. During that movie. So oh, like. Wow. My family has history. I don't, but my family has history, and so it's kind of cool. But it just kind of, you know, it's all tied straight. in, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've always had a thing for auto and and uh, picked up photography back in like 2001. But we can get back into that um, in a second. Cool. Um, but so the transition, man, a lot of weight, underpowered, and uh, a body, a body, a buddy of mine, Rob, showed up in my house. He was picking up my Wilco. Uh, hitch uh, gate, I think they're called. Okay. Oh, the other um, swing at the swing because out. Because you had yeah, swing out. out. So I, so that's what's funny about Wilco is yeah. like I needed a swing out. I saw Wilco, and um, it was before FJ Summit 2017, I think it was, and I needed something to put on the back of my vehicle. So I hit them up, and it was Luke. Okay. Yeah. Luke was that's the right. one who gave yeah. me a Wilco right. hitch swing, uh, to go to FJ Summit, and then I made some content around it, and they loved it, and they're like, dude, just keep it however long you want whatever da, da 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 so we ended up doing that and um we all know where that went yep. obviously um but anyhow you my followed, buddy you followed him to rig though right what's that uh luke uh yeah 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 like i met J- jason yeah. yeah i like i've been there from the beginning yep. like luke awesome. from wilco to jason and wilco jason and uh luke doing their own thing there at wilco and then opening yeah yeah then totally, man, rig totally. And all that, yeah yeah um so anyways, uh, transitioning. So Rob showed up in my house cause he was by my Wilco Hitchgate, and he shows up in this beautiful, you know, Dodge Ram, AV Dodge <laughs> Ram on 37s, yeah. you know? And it yeah. wasn't, you know, and I was like, it's called the Prospector, yeah. not the XL, but the Prospector. Right. Check this out. And I was like, what the hell is this like, dude? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yo, That's tell me about it. Beast. Yeah. So I got in it and I was like, okay, I, I like this a lot, you know, yeah. full size, tons of room in the back. I knew Oliver was getting older. Car seats, gear, right. cribs, all just his stuff, stuff dude. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, this is going to be dope. And at that moment, I was already starting to envision what I wanted to do to a vehicle that wasn't even mine. And or not to mention payload capacity. Dude, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I've got some weird things about the payload of those trucks and how huh, it works because yeah, we'll get into that too. Yeah. Um, because I was actually over with my setup that I had. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, shit. man. For, and, and those are those, those are those are heavy duty. Those with are super duties. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's interesting because, Insane. because I mean, having owned a truck myself, yeah. I know that there's one cool thing about a truck is one, they're built to haul a ton of gear. Sure. And two, they actually ride better when they're loaded down. Absolutely. Right? That's the thing, guys. Like, hey, the 400 was 74, 7,300 pounds, right? Right. That thing rode great. Yep. I could still do what I needed to do. I still went off road. I still did everything I needed to, but technically you're not supposed to be that heavy, right? Right. Sure. So, um, ah, <laughs> so we, um, I, I got in the truck, I saw it, and I was like, damn, this is what I want next. Yeah. So then I started doing research. I said, AEV, who are these guys? Right? So I looked them up, and I was like, holy shit. Right? Yeah. What is stuff. this XL shit? <laughs> the, bes- the bespoke <laughs> car <Dude>. manufacturer. <laughs> so here's the deal. The Forerunner was great. It was fun, but there was a lot of headaches, a lot of trial, a lot of error, a lot of failing, and things like that to get things worked the way we wanted to, right? And it was very heavy. 
not only that, but it just wasn't under, it's so stupid to say, it wasn't under warranty anymore because as soon as you hack it up, you're done, right? Right, right. So when I found AEV Prospector XL on 40s with bumpers, with a winch, a complete package you can buy from a dealership. Right. Under warranty, yeah. Under warranty, dude. Like yeah, I that's bought incredible. a hundred thousand mile warning on top of it. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. Which dr- covered drivetrain, not AV parts, just drivetrain, just right. peace of mind. Yeah. Absolutely. And I was like, "This is stupid, guys. Like, what are we doing?" And not only that, but like, dude, my forerunner was probably eighty grand total, right? All Put in, all, all the extras, in, grand, all the stuff. Yeah, five ish. I don't know with with what we did. Yeah, right. So when you think about that, and then you think about how much a prospector or a prospector XL is, base prospector XLs you could probably pick up for 85, 80. Yeah, right that's now. the one thing that people always go off is they go off like what you're paying for the vehicle. Sure. Not all the stuff you're going to add to it. Right. Absolutely. Right. And so with the Forerunner, because you said, did you find, did you end up getting a TRD Pro? No. Okay. So you're still but you're, doing a trail because. But you're still the, in about what thirty eight, dude, 30, no, 40 I'll, grand. I paid forty two thousand dollars for my trail. Yeah. So you're yeah. still in about the forty thousand dollar range yeah. for a, a a brand new Forerunner. Before you add in another fifty. Before grand you add in another dude, twenty grand absolutely. in suspension and absolutely. parts and rack and lights yep. and tires and wheels and. You Let name alone it. what, like, dude, you're doing it probably two or three times too, right? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> uh, you're doing it two or three times, right? Going through two or three different wheel sets because you want to change up the look. You want to go through different tires because you want to see which one has the best traction right. from all terrain to RT to mud terrain. Right. Right. You want to go, oh, you know what? Shit. I didn't, I bought Toy Tex to begin with, with no reservoirs and 2.0s. Yeah. Now I'm going to a stage seven that costs $8,000 that has reservoirs and aluminum right. track right. bars and some right. crazy, like, dude, you're taking it off and then spending it back. So you're almost... I don't know, like you said, 50, 60 grand in mods. Yeah. Once on top you, of the yeah, vehicle, once you, because you're doubling you, over. Right. Yeah. And yes, you can get some resale on it, but you're not getting what you paid. It's 50% at best, I think, right. in some cases. So, at best. <laughs> when you look at those numbers and you actually do the math, and of course, you're going to go into a full size opposed to the mid size, right? right? So, that's something you got to be willing to do. And the amount of trails that we had done in the Forerunner sure. and beat the shit out of the Forerunner doing like dumb stuff like Odessa and a Forerunner, dumbest yeah. thing ever. <laughs> I did all of that already. Man. Yeah, I didn't need to have a small vehicle. Like you were okay with not hitting those trucks. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah like, you were done. I, they were behind you. With what I built, like, and what I was doing, I needed somewhere to get me there efficiently right. and comfortably, and have enough room to fit my family when that was going to happen. Right. Right. And again, haul stuff. Yeah. So we ended up picking up the Prospector XL, and dude, that man, I had never seen one in person. So when I rolled up to the dealer and I saw this truck sitting there and I knew that it was possibly going to be mine. Yeah. I was just like, I was speechless. I was like, and forties are imposing this. Like until you've actually seen a set of forties in person. Dude, until you see that like, truck in person. It's insane. Well, you don't you know. Brought it, you brought it over to Rick for dirt. God bless that OC. Soul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. God rest its soul. But yeah. like I do miss, I do miss our meetups. So bad. yeah, but you brought it, you brought it to OC and I had seen it. You also shot it for uh, Tread Magazine. We did. And I did see some of the images for that. And that issue had just come out, I think, at that time. And you came out to Orange County, and I stood next to it. I'm like, holy shit, this is a lot bigger than I thought. Yeah, it was. there's no way to. Like, even dude, the tailgate came right. up to like. The tailgate's it's, like chest if, high. If chest foot, high. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. like. You're looking at the top of the tailgate eye level if you're six that's foot. Crazy. Jeez, that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, it's that's insane. insane. Right. Like but, there's pictures do not do justice to the scale of that vehicle. But what I learned about that, right, dude, full size in general is just big. Yeah, no, you know yeah, what I'm they're saying? big. Like for, yeah. you look at the stock Dodge Rams right now, not on 40s. Yeah, it's maybe I don't know two three inches lower. Okay, yeah. and that's what I loved about AEV. They kept it low, the center of gravity low, oh, and wow. put the biggest tire on there to make yeah. it more functional. 
It's not like seven inches of lift to fit a 40 on there. Right. Right? That's You're what they're all about, though. Dude, absolutely. Function. function. Yo, that yeah. truck is supposed to go from Baja to Alaska with no problems, you know? That's pitching. So, and that's, you know, it was just, it was the right move. It was the truck that I wanted. It was it was great for my business. The way we built it out was great. Um, and, you know, shit happens. The GFC was not a um, was not an option, though, right? That was something you added on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of the stuff, so all the lights I did, obviously. Yeah. Um, the GFC um, wasn't an option, but yeah, the truck does come with the 40s, and it does come with the suspension, and it does come with the winch and the front bumper. That's steel, like you can yeah. hit a deer with that thing and just not even feel it. Yeah, it's basically good to go. Freaking gnarly. Yeah, yeah. And so, then and then March happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. yeah, for everybody, um, right? Everyone's everyone, world, yeah. everyone's world like, went upside down. Yeah, it's not it's not woo or woe or whatever that is. It's no, me. It's yeah. like it's not that at all, man. I made a decision for my business and my family yep. to um, just be smart. Yeah, absolutely, be to smart because right now, off and get there's safe. no point, guys. Like, yes, the vehicle I had was a tool. Yeah. Yes, the truck sat in front of my house for almost forty five days without me even touching it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah the payment was huge. But I could afford it. It was fine. I just didn't see the need to keep going with yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. just you're not using. Might it, as well right? hedge hedge Dude, a little. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's like for exactly. me, I don't know where this was going, and I didn't want to ha- take the risk of having yeah. a note that high when I had other things going on down the line yeah. that I knew I wanted to pursue, and it was a smart thing to do just to get out just of it. Just to stay flush. Dude. Yeah. yeah. And I had to like take a step back and start over. And I had to be like, yo, I need to bring down my cost. I'm a, I'm a self-employed individual. My wife doesn't work. Yeah. She works for me. You yeah. know, she does her own thing. She raises my child. That's yeah. cool. You know, so like it's super, we're super fortunate to be able to like have my wife at home and take care of Oliver and myself be at home. But at the same time, you got to sacrifice things, you yeah. know? So no, it's, it's, yeah. you got to, it's adulting. Dude, like you just, exactly. Dude, <laughs> that's just so yeah. adulting. Like, it's just adulting. It's, it's like, look, man, <laughs> I have I have options A, B, and C in front of me, and I have priorities A, B, and C, totally. and I have to choose. I have to you know draw direct lines to the ones that make sense. Right. Yeah. When your income completely stops, and right. then you're getting, uh, I guess I can say this, uh, getting sued by clients because of COVID. Right. right. Things that are because beyond your control. Right. That the money they gave you a year before for a retainer. Right. Was refundable. And right. then they try suing you to get it back. You got to make a decision. Yeah. And there's like, and that was just like a little piece into my personal life that people just think they know so well. Oh, totally. Yeah. There's just, there's just things that you That's don't funny. know so about what I do and why I make. Wait, you didn't post that on Instagram? No. Yeah, I know. I should have just done a story. <laughs> you don't. Uh, you of don't. The letter I got, right? Yeah. 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 So you know, it's like we're gonna have to see your tax records after this, <laughs> right, AJ. Right. So it's just, you know, guys, it's it's just. It's fun. The prospector, by far, like I had plans for that trip. Totally, okay. I can only imagine. There's I a little so bit of regret, many pl- dude. There's a ton of not. Okay. No, 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 bro. Like, like no, no. There's okay. no regret. Shit happens. It's gonna. Sure. That was the right move. Right. But you right. are, you, know you are bummed. Oh my god. But you're yeah. bummed that you were forced into that decision. I bum. I yeah, man. Yeah. Because people want to. People like, want to almost say like, oh, he just got tired of it and went on. No, to oh, dude. Else. Yeah, but that's people, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's Instagram. Yeah. Let's just make up whatever you want today. We're doing. Yeah. They think they know, but no one knows, yeah. right? We know. Sorry if I cuss. I'm not sure if you guys no, no, oh, do that, but like it's just um, yeah. And it's like, dude, I, I'm I'm such I'm such an asshole because I'm here driving a sixty-two thousand dollar Jeep, <laughs> yeah. and I just feel I just feel just like underwhelmed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that JL interior like, is pretty nice, though. Dude, the Jeep is nice. It's a beautiful car, but the Jeep was. But I know what you're dude, saying. You, the feel, Jeep like a, was you made... feel like a snob, right? You're no, like, I do, oh, but. I... Yo, I ordered that Jeep in November for a business opportunity. 
It's like a Ferrari owner slumming it in, a, in an Acura. Yeah, no, or a Ferrari <laughs> like in a, like, no, I don't want to say that. A Maserati. A Maserati. Right. Sure. I guess yeah. I got slumming this Maserati. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know. Nice it's just uh, <laughs> I've never been in that boat, so it's I'm got guessing it's a comparison. I don't know, yeah, personally. I've never been there either. Someday, right? Someday. Someday. Just keep grinding. Someday I'll have the experience to make that comparison. It's so wild. That plane is so much lower than us. It actually, that is weird, right? isn't it? It's like yeah. flying below us. Oh, There's a plane a flying below yeah. us. Below us. <laughs> yeah. So like the Jeep was, the Jeep was ordered in November with a totally different outlook on what that was going to be used for. Right. So how did that shift? Like, because you still have, I'm assuming you still had the same challenges so of you family and gear. There's Sorry, but there's one thing <laughs> yeah. we're almost like glossing sure. right over. You had already ordered this when you had the Prospector. Yes. Oh, you did? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Dude, I ordered it in November. November. Oh, my gosh. March didn't happen until a few months later. Well, no, I know I know how yeah. March works. You know how, you know how <laughs> months works? Later. I know how the Five calendar later, works. <laughs> we got, we oh, got wow. hit, right? Dude, so, that's crazy. You guys all know about my workshops, right? Oh, no, yeah. that's right. So, right. so I, I was... Talk about it real quick. Yeah, so I have I, I ran. I'm not doing them right now. Um, we're trying to still figure out some things, obviously, but... I ran some photo workshops and basically what you do is you'd come with us on a trip. Um, I would teach you basically a lot of what I know. Like I'm not afraid to share my knowledge um, because most of the time the people who will take that knowledge won't do anything with it. Right. So don't be scared to like let people in. Like, That's you know 100% true. You know what I'm saying? Like they would have been don't. doing it already probably. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and yes, we, we, you know, we have a craft, man. Like that's what I do. I'm a photographer. I've been right. a photographer for 20 years. Like That's one of the things that I really like the most about you, AJ, is that, um, even when I hit you up early on when we didn't know each other very well, yeah, like he he Super always approachable. always answered my questions even on Instagram and I said, "Hey, right. how did you do this or what was, you know, your settings for this?" and boom, hit a reply never and then you were posting for a while you were posting on instagrams yeah you were doing like all the details and all swipe this and check the gear this is this is the settings and how to reproduce it yep and it was that's like it's bringing value to your craft 100 bringing value to what you're like there for you know one or two guys who appreciate it and actually take that knowledge and run with it 100 there was a ton that like dude loved it when i stopped doing it they're like what happened what happened yeah where did that go and i just got busy guys you know it's like I'm only one person, and if I had a team of people, like, trust me, in my head, right. I have so many ideas and things I just want to do and execute on, but I just, like, get overwhelmed, though I just don't do it. It's like we Something. always say, right? Yeah. It's, it's time and money. Yeah, dude. You know, we can yeah. only do so much. So, photo workshops are around, and what I was realizing is that I was only able to attract the West Coast market. Okay. Okay, because you needed your rig. Right. You needed your rig to come out on these three or four day trips, and yep. then when you didn't have that, I was I was losing, um, I was losing mid, you know, mid, or central, whatever, and then um, and then the east coast, and then the east coast, totally. Yeah. So, so I was basically, like, you only had the southwest and the west, totally. Yeah. So then I was like, well, shoot, and people were DMing me saying, hey man, do I need my rig? And hey, is there rental? Like whatever, da da da. And I was like, right. light bulb, like right. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, shit, why don't I just like. Why don't I get a vehicle that I can totally trick out that's great out of the box, Mm -hmm. use it as my daily driver, keep the prospector so when I go on this, and then I can rent out that vehicle so people from the East Coast can come over, rent out the vehicle, rent the vehicle, go on our workshop. Oh, man. That was such a great plan. Then, not only that, but like we've all seen the rental companies, the Overland rental companies. Now I rent it out two weekends out of the month, pay for my payment or some, and just chill. Yeah. 
why not? That's incredible. So I ordered the Jeep. Yep. Luckily, my guy at the dealership was like, let's just order it because it's going to be really hard to get because it's diesel. I wanted the diesel. The diesel, yeah. I didn't yeah. want to buy just a Jeep. I wanted to buy the diesel Jeep. It's a diesel Rubicon, right? Diesel yeah. Rubicon. And so we ordered it and and then dude, just... And then <laughs> the world, and yeah, yeah shit dude. hit the fan. Yeah. So like, what, Literally what, all over the place. All yeah, over the place. The yeah. great thing about us ordering it is that the vehicle was still coming and the deal I got on it was just so good. It that, was like, locked in. It just made the most sense yeah. to just yeah. follow through with it because I needed a vehicle and did that's going to go off-road. Did you have any problem getting rid of the prospector? No. It seemed really? like it happened real fast. Not at all. Yeah. Wow. It was, um, <laughs> it, uh, I saw that. I was like, damn, that was it quick. Was, I, I didn't advertise it. Did you really? Mm-mm. No, I... Uh, was there just so somebody with, that wanted it already? With, my, with what I've done in the last year... I've probably sold about 10 Prospector XLs. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So just through DM and marketing yeah. and just working with people and then pointing them in the right direction to complete the transaction. Right. Um, so I, I've done a lot there. So with that, the gentleman who bought my Prospector hit me up and said, hey, who do you order your trucks from? Who's the dealer you've been promoting? And so he came on and I pushed him to the dealer and then... You know, I just kind of, you know, asked him, I said, hey, man, just in case you were wondering or if you're if you're interested, because I was I contemplated selling the truck for at least a month and I yeah. wanted to really sell it um, probably in January because I wanted the fifth gen. So let's back up another another year. Right. Originally, I wanted the fifth gen okay. and AEV wasn't ready yet. They didn't have the parts for it. As we all saw in SEMA, they just came out with the parts in SEMA 2019. So I was like, well, shoot, I'll just start looking for a fourth gen. I found the fourth gen, got a smoking deal on it. I was like, F it, I'm going to pick that up yeah. and just roll with it. And then I'll sell it down the road and pick up a fifth gen and transfer all the parts over. Right. Yeah. So I contemplated it. And then February came and I was like, ah, I still want to sell it. And then March came and I was like, okay, have to sell it. Yeah. Like have to. Shit. So I was literally going to put it on the market probably two weeks before this dude hit me up. I was in talks with a guy who bought my forerunner. He oh, wanted wow. to buy my prospector. Wow. So we had been chatting back and forth for three weeks and he was just trying to gather the funds to pick up the prospector for what we wanted for yeah. it. Yeah. So that was going on. And then, yeah, then this guy hit me up to, to order a brand new one and literally hit me up at noon, say, four hours later, he was like, I'll hey, take the whole package. Dude, he goes, where do I, where do I transfer the money? Yeah. Oh. And I was like, what? I was like, really just like taking, taking it back because I was like, what? wow, this is happening. Yeah. You know? And then I was like, Hey, can we like, can we schedule a call? Or we chat about the truck a little bit. I want to see, you know, what, are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Like it just was so real? fast. It was so fast. <laughs> and you I can just transfer the funds to my Kenyan yeah. accounts. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it just, it just happened. Please distribute evenly amongst these five offshore accounts. I need a thousand dollars first up <laughs> right. front in order to give you your money. No, I need 20 grand up front. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you know, one, one thing real quick that, to touch on and I love coming back to like little points that I catch which is you know a lot of people hit us up like oh, how do you get sponsored or you know how do you how do you create these relationships with these companies well AJ just kind of told you he's willing to, he's able to sell 10 freaking vehicles for AEV those are the kind of people that companies are looking for in order to get behind and whether give products yeah. to support what have you they want somebody who's out there involved in within the industry doing things already to then get involved with and, you know, either give you parts, give you that sponsorship, help you with your next right. trip, whatever it is. Like AJ just kind of said it. He sold 10 rigs. Do you know how much money that is? That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's close to a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. In sales. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so put that that's in perspective. What, that's, that's that I know of that right. DM me and talk yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and all the residual yeah, people that saw you. Yeah. 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 Like insane. Like I literally went to San Clemente this week 
saw a truck that I was looking at before I bought my prospector. It was there at the beach. I walked up to the dude. I said, hey man, I was like, you buy that truck? I was like, is that XL yours? And he goes, yeah, it is. And I was like, you buy it out of Las Vegas? And he was just like, looked at me. He was like, how'd you, <laughs> what, what? Know, how'd you <laughs> I don't know that? that? Yeah. And I was like, cause I was looking at the truck. I was like, that's probably one of the first power wagons I've ever seen with an AV kit on it. Yeah. You know, and then he goes, did you have one? I was like, yeah, I had the, the Matt Green one. He goes, oh dude, that's crazy. Like, yeah, like, you know, we just started chatting. So it's just funny that how, how, I don't know, it just rolls, it just keeps going. Um, but what were we talking about before? We're, well, we were talking about the trans, you the Jeep, selling the prospector. The Jeep and going to yeah. the Jeep, And yeah. then we're going into the Jeep right now. Using it as a rental. Yeah. Ordered it way back when. We had this huge, awesome business plan. Went to shit because yes. of COVID. Yeah. So, and then we got the Jeep. So, yep. so man, the truck, the truck sells. Super cool. Super cool guy. Like, couldn't have been a better transaction. And then, of course, we see the truck show up on Instagram oh, on the right. side of the road. What? That's right. You didn't see this? Oh, dude? I didn't see this one. That's oh, right. my God. Maybe I, I don't even want to talk about it then. That's no, fine. let's hear it. No, it's just, <laughs> let's no, it's, it's going to come up. Well, so. I'm not going to tell you the whole story because I just can't. Um, but basically, <laughs> under NDAs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just can't. Um, basically, the truck was it was picked up by a transport company and um let's just say it didn't make it there oh yeah um the it didn't make it there when it was supposed to and in the original condition that i had sold it in right so it just kind of sucks what happened that's all i can pretty much say um and you know the new owner stoked on it um you know i'm 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 hoping that when i go to colorado in um september um, we're going to hopefully meet up and, and I get to see this thing cool. again and just yeah. see what he's done to it and made it his and I'm stoked. On yeah. It. So, um, yeah, I, ended Colorado up is a good spot for that, for that vehicle. Dude. Absolutely. That's a, yeah. that's absolutely. a, that's where I could definitely Solid. see that thing shining. Yeah. yeah. No, it, when I took it to call, I loved it. It yeah. was awesome. I, I took it everywhere in Colorado and like, well, not everywhere in Colorado, but Telluride and, right. and it was right. just, oh, was so awesome guys. That's incredible. Um, but yeah, so the Jeep. And then at that point when we sold the truck, I even waited like three or four weeks before I even got the Jeep. And yeah. I think that's when you tried to hit me up. You're well, like, hey, I, dude, like, yeah, let's go do this. Because we'd been talking about doing the podcast for yeah, a minute. Right. Yeah. And then you got rid of the uh, prospector and I was like, oh, okay. And yeah. then, you something know, happened. And then yeah. you something saw, we could probably talk about. And then about. online all you saw the speculation like, oh, is he getting a Defender? Like, yeah. What's, what's yeah. he doing? Right. Because that was yeah. just, oh, that just, was just hitting the market. Yeah. And, uh, and then, Well, you know, it's funny because I actually teased the Jeep back in November. Okay. I, I made a whole story about the Jeep and a Forerunner TRD Pro. I yeah. had a TRD Pro on order as well, green. No oh, wow. Green, yeah. Oh wow. So I had a, a friend of mine holding it for when it came in. Wow. Fucking COVID, and, dude. Dude. Well, no, no, but that wasn't something I was gonna. That that was already out of the picture. Okay. Right. Dude, here's the deal. A TRD Pro, even at MSRP that I was getting at in Army Green, would have been super badass because my Forerunner was Army Green. And I right. loved it. Sure. Right. So getting that vehicle, the payment on it would have been three hundred dollars more a month than that vehicle. Oh my god! And the, the TRD Pro the is Jeep? cheaper than the Jeep. Oh wow! So I'm like, that's stupid. That the is, lease yeah. options at Toyota are just garbage. Like yeah, they, they just are. don't lease. You buy. Yeah. So I didn't do that route because the Jeep, for what you get out of the box and diesel motor, I'm right? Twenty six miles per gallon. Are you leasing thing. this one too? Absolutely. Dude. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's, you yeah. know, it's like, yeah. Why would I not? I don't really have a big track record of keeping vehicles. I don't know if you've yeah, noticed, if you've noticed that. Yeah. 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 So, um, I feel you. But that's the thing. I've done that all my life. My wife is like, I can't believe you brought me into this. Now I have, I've had seven vehicles. Yeah. And she had one before she met me. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's like, anyway. Um, so 
yeah, so we got the Jeep and, you know, here we are and we've got a lot of plans for it. Things are coming. We're working with some great companies, but COVID's just slowing so much down. Yeah. That it just, it's, it's just a big old boat anchor on time. everything. Absolutely. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I love the Jeep. I, it's not, personally, it's just not ideal for. Well, that's what I was bringing well, up initially. There's not as much room, right? I mean, that's what I, that's that's why no. I brought it up initially. Is I'm saying, like, you know, you still have your same challenges that you started out with yeah. with the Forerunner three years yeah, ago. That hasn't changed, no. and now you're in the Jeep, which is art, which is not arguably like legitimately smaller than the Forerunner, Four, yeah, by by, but, by a significant amount. So that's the thing, man. Like, you got to take a step back, right? Yeah, things happen. No one expected this, and sure. I'm not like, dude. This is, I'm such just like a drop in the ocean right now. Like, I'm nothing. And I'm worried about because I have to drive a Jeep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for my trips and for my business. So I know it's hard it's to complain about a brand new JL. It is. Hey, feel, like I said, I feel like a big old all due respect. Dong. Like these Jeeps. Yeah. Like, you know. You have I've, one. I have one. Tell us. There's not a lot of <laughs> space. Us. There's not a lot of space in them. No. Dude. Like you need to go get that front rack on the ASAP. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, I yeah. And like, a ton of cases. I, I have a different rack. Oh, you have a different for it. Yeah. You? Yeah. There was just a, I had a different need, man. You, and that's, need a, you need a bunch of like, you need places where you can put your stuff and there's not a lot of places inside right. where you put all your stuff when right. you have kids and gear and whatnot. But that's the thing uh, for me though. I won't be putting anything on top. Like I'm putting a tent up there. Oh really? Yeah. So I'm, I, I learned though, even though I had a big vehicle, I learned how to be very efficient with mm -hmm. what I packed you for to, our yeah. group. So right. for me, it's like, yo, putting a whole camp kitchen in the back of it with drawers I'm pretty sure I can get away with that and then having like a 60% like delete the seat and then put more gear there. For if you can do that, stuff. you're oh, solid. Yeah. I'm yeah. super solid. Like I've, I've got it already like And you only have one kid, so you don't need both exactly, seats. Exactly. I wish yeah. I could put my kid on top of the other kid <laughs> Yeah, and then have that delete. <laughs> like because, those Russian nefting dolls, yeah, just like dude. stack them on top of each other. Ashton, sit on Jackson's lap. It's only going to be a four-hour drive. Ashton, yes. hold, Ashton oh, hold, hold the dog. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hold happy in your lap. Two kids, a dog. Yeah. Wife. Yeah. You're just like fully loaded, man. Yeah, man. So yeah. I don't know. And that's how not even it, the plus one that's coming. <laughs> and we and we make it work, but yeah. yeah. You have a plus one coming? I do have a plus dude, one. Dude, congrats, man. Was that right? You no, said it first. I said it, yeah. It's, well, it. with COVID, we you're about it in dude, the last one. With COVID, yeah. you're either getting divorced or you're having more kids. Like you know, I mean, yeah, what are you gonna do when you're, you're locked home, in the same hall? Yeah. Time. Thank God we're having another kid. Granted, I'm like terrified on the inside. Like there's a there's this really big crust around this this horror inside of me that I'm just like keeping at bay and it'll eventually crack, but not yet. Not today. Not today, Mike. And you know what? In, even if even if that like that lasts until you're in the hospital, right. the second that baby's born, oh, it'll yeah. be it'll be gone. Well, like right, uh, that's kind of like that that eye contact of like, wow. Uh, you know, with Ashton after he came, I think it was a good like month or two before I started really freaking out. Where I'm like, holy shit, this is hard as fuck. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now to even think about three kids, and I told Ashley straight up, I'm like, the Jeep's not going anywhere. So <laughs> either we're strapping another <laughs> kid to like the roof, or, or you're gonna have to. Like, I'm sorry, we don't. Only have, put his foot down already. Yeah, we don't have <laughs> yeah. three seats. Just so we're all on the same page. Yes, like, <laughs> I'm not going minivan life. Remember this podcast <laughs> exactly. In a year. Yes. We'll hey, see. dude, that's a whole nother That's a whole nother subset, right? Mini van life. Mini van life. Well, you got to put a space between it. Mini <laughs> van life. Yeah. <laughs> when we see Ali shopping for an all-wheel drive minivan. <laughs> I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it, dude. Yeah. It's going to be great. Oh, be great. man. Woo, but it's start a Start a new market, man. Just it's start a new market. Start a new market. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So, the, the Jeep is here and we're digging it so far. It's just, it's definitely a lot smaller for how sure. Do you, how do you like the, so I, I imagine you've driven other Jeeps. 
I've driven one or two. Yeah. Yeah. How's the How's the diesel going? Oh, compared to the V6. Yeah. Uh, dude, this thing is insanely torquey and very quick. Okay. Very quick. It's weird. It's just weird to have that. It's weird to say about a diesel. Yeah. Exactly. Well, well, what it, reminds it's got me of the turbo or what? It does. Yeah. yeah. So I had an X5 diesel, and it reminds me a lot of that motor. It's wow. a little laggier than the, the X5 diesel or the, what the BMW diesel, but this thing, it sounds like it, it, it acts like it, it performs, it's trippy. Yeah. So to have it um, in just like a four-wheel drive capable vehicle and the torque at low range, dude, you go in four low, first gear, it's just like crawls. Everything. It just crawls. Awesome. And I'm just like, this is so cool. Um, but at other times, it's too torquey. Okay. You know, and I haven't been on too many trips yet, but... I can see it, you know, getting in its own way sometimes coming down the road for sure. A lot of people have asked me like, what are you going to do next? And it's like, well, I have no plans of doing anything, but if I was to do something, yeah. it would be to get a diesel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you'll have to drive it. Okay. You'll have to check it yeah. out, but That's it's cool. definitely, uh, it's, it's fun to drive, but man, it's got a lot of torque. It's cool. It's I dig. The interior is nice too, huh? Like I, I gotta say like when I got Over, into like JK to JK. Yeah, over at JK yeah, for right. sure. Absolutely. Right. It's kind of plush. I mean, the JK I, I is the biggest reason I didn't get one, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I, I looked at both of them. Yeah. That's what I was, when I was first looking at a vehicle after the F-150, man, Shannon can tell you, I spent months between the FJ and the JK. Yeah. And the interior is 100% the reason I did not go with the JK. Mm. Yeah. And this interior now, like, was one of the reasons I went with that over the TRD Pro because the interior in the Forerunner has been the same forever yeah. and, and they did make a couple and it's super low but, tech it's yeah, nicer dude. than the jk oh, but yeah. not as nice as the jl oh the jl, the JL? yes dude. even tactilely like yes you yeah. touch it and it feels nice yeah agreed seats are good it's yeah. pretty comfortable yeah. there isn't a, that's another thing too is i'm six foot and i still feel cramped in there so i can't imagine like i think brad's like six two six yeah three. <laughs> i don't know how he's able to sit in that thing for so long it's probably why um, he drives the gladiator so much now dude yeah i i it's, it's definitely a little more cramped in there i wish the seat went back like at least another inch just yeah. a little bit yeah just a little bit you know and then with when you put ollie in there he's kicking my seat you know so it's yeah. like yeah it's uh it's definitely cramped in there but it's a very very nice interior for sure that's cool for sure so what you've been up to since you got it uh um, you've, you've been stretching its legs a little bit you know we've been doing a couple trips we did um we did a family trip with Dometic and Happier Camper. We took their little camper up to Mammoth and uh, hung out with that or hung out in that for about yeah. three or four days and shot some uh, some products and some content for those companies. And then um, and then I've been, God, I've been up in that area probably three or four times. Wow. Before that, went off with uh, a couple friends up in that area as well. So yeah, I mean, it's got about, I don't know, almost 4,000 miles on it. And I've had it for less than two months now. Wow, that's pretty so, good. Would you say campers are kind of where it's at now? or? Uh, full size camper yeah. or yeah, like camper, a trailer. camper or trailer on the back of oh, like Jeep. that. Um, I'll tell you what, man, I was never a fan of a trailer, mm -hmm. but I think I might be now. Okay. Yeah, it was well, and it depends on what you're looking at, right? Because you've got some really cool off road trailers out there, but the thing is, they're still um soft walls okay they're okay. still tents. yeah, you're still putting a tent on top of a utility right. box, right? Yeah. But right. the the what it's able to give you is hot water you know be a place more of the to creature it. comforts it's right? very cool yeah it's very cool yeah. creature comfort and you can so leave now, it behind which to me seems exactly like the so piece. that was the biggest piece one of the biggest pieces when we went up to um this trip but 
a big thing for me, having a hard shell camper. So say like a happier camper or an Airstream or something like Off that. Off the grid rentals. Yeah. Dude, yeah. yeah. The teardrops, it was yeah. so cool because the wind noise was absolutely gone. Yeah, when we were awesome. in Mammoth, there were 30 mile an hour wind gusts. Couldn't even feel them or hear them. Yeah, cool. Like, well, of course you can hear them. But like. You don't have the fabric rustling. But it's not flapping. Frame, you don't yeah. hear the jingling of Dude, z- yeah, and zippers. We and, just, yeah, yeah, you know, and not only that, but like it's all set up. Yeah, it's, it's ready done, to go. Yeah, All yeah. I had to do was unlock the yeah, door, open a door, and lay down. Yeah, and I was like, "This is insane!" Like literally, like my son, he's three. Yeah, he gets antsy. Two hours yeah. down the road, we hopped out. We went into the trailer. He went pee. We chilled. We took like a small fifteen-minute nap, stretch, yep. drank a bubbly, got back in the car, and took off. Yeah, it was so awesome, man. Yep, it was so. It's awesome literally having your that. house behind you. Yeah. So a trailer. <laughs> I, here's the deal. That's what's funny about the prospector. Our original plan was going to go full camper on the prospector and then for my workshops, right? Yeah. Um, and then we were going to tow a 25 to 27 foot Airstream. Nice. Yeah. That's what was going to be base camp. Like, I have these crazy ideas and yep. business ideas that I want to do, and it just never gets far enough because stuff happens. Or right. I'm Definitely. just not like, or, or I'll jump on another idea. Um, so that that was the original plan with the prospector is to pursue these photo photo workshops um, and just and just kill it there um, and quit weddings. Like you were then. starting to do pretty good with those too, right? Yeah, dude, yeah. they were awesome. Like I enjoyed them. The, the thing is, it was very hard to get someone to spend. Get someone to spend, you know, twelve to fifteen hundred dollars on a weekend. Right. Yeah. To yeah. to go learn because they had to they had to like be like, okay, cool. How am I going to make this work for me at that point? Right. You know. At the same time, though, the reason why I started them is because we were constantly getting DMs of like, hey, man. Like, where are you? Where are you going? Yeah. Can I camp with you? Can we meet up sometime? Hey, what cameras are you using? How did you do that? How did you get this shot? I mean, dude, you were one of them. Frank, yeah. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? So like, absolutely. I was like, well, shit. Why don't I just put something together like as a wedding photographer guys like people ran workshops all the time i attended them i paid three thousand dollars for a day in a conference room okay a ballroom in a hotel for a day right to listen to a guy speak for eight hours and show me some stuff okay yeah i mean that's your career right like it's an investment to you at that point absolutely so the people that were actually signing up for this weren't our normal people right? right They're not they your were, average consumer. No, dude. They were people who were like really into photography and wanted to learn and value that and use that, like, I guess you could say class to make something of it for themselves. Right. Right. Or just better off. And like that, one guy was just like, dude, I just wanted to come hang out. And if I can pick up some camera tips, I'm stoked. Yeah. I'm like, cool, And I mean, man. I think that's one thing that's- be cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I think so that's like, one thing that's changed too in the recent, in recent times, right? With the cameras where they are now and the level of where they are is that you now have this entire, like the prosumer market used yeah. to be this sliver- Right. And it yeah. was like, you know, average cheap cameras, super high end cameras. And the prosumer was a super sliver in the middle. Yep. And now like the prosumer market is the market. Totally. Like it's totally a $3,000 body isn't attain or isn't hard to get. To get yeah. yeah. You yeah. see you them all over the place now. Them. Yeah, yeah dude, like, exactly. All you, you know, and this is, I always say this all the time and it's actually funny because my wedding photographer friends and I get together and just the market has boomed so much in photography not just wedding but just photography in general right and I always say man anybody with a full frame or even a crop sensor camera with a 50 mil that goes down to 2.0 yeah can look pro yep. yeah you know you all the presets that are out there now all the editing software <laughs> yeah. you can make yourself like badass in six months and no now problem. that they're putting all this like ai and algorithms totally. in the editing software where yeah. you can just hit a button hit auto and it just yeah, like it syncs does, it all yeah it syncs it all presets, up and just, like, yeah yeah it's, it's incredible just, yeah so it's just um it's it's an industry that's that's definitely taking 
taking a turn in the last three or four years yeah um everywhere you know in every industry and everyone's becoming a photographer yeah and so i was like well shit why don't i just start teaching people then yeah that's the best way to do it so we did and it was rad and like i said i spent three thousand dollars for one day eight hours in a ballroom i was charging 1250 for three days to go on an adventure yeah yeah right every it, single day you can just like, be like a AJ, picturesque what's location. this dude on hand like Hey, AJ, so what are your settings? Oh, 2.8 at 200, ISO 100, go to about 200 millimeter. That's how I got this shot. Right. That knowledge right there, people are just like, and, and you blown. know what? And it's not even that like you're like teaching, you're handing people a fish by telling them exactly how you got this shot. Because I've been on some like classes, sure. like especially when I got back into it um, a, long, a while ago. And it's... It's the it's the understanding of knowing why you're choosing those settings right. for this shot, right. why it made sense right what now. What it does, what yeah, it actually exactly. does, what it's what it does, right? What does how, that lens do? Yeah. How tweaking your ISO impacts the photograph. How tweaking your that. depth of field, right? Yeah. And so, and that's that's what I do. Like I exactly. go over all of my gear and what it's doing for you. And I don't know if you guys caught any of our uh, the four wheeler adventure expo. Like I was teaching there too, and oh, yeah. dude, even for the hour that yeah. they were there, the people that actually attended and like stayed to talk afterwards they were like dude thanks so much like that was so rad like yep. i learned this about this today and like it was just so dope it's, it's huge cool, man yeah. like i never thought being a teacher would be so gratifying you know like yeah. it was so cool it was interesting to, to see when we did a summer camp last year for casey yeah. um i got sony to bring out um stan munitz and stan like spent all this time doing nighttime photography with everyone and so many people were so engaged because I think everyone feels like it's this mysterious, and it kind of, I guess it kind of is. is. Yeah, like, like you know, niche, man. It's, it's it is. very mysterious. And that. then, you know, he kind of opened up people's eyes to like how to get those shots that you see in these like amazing Instagram like yeah. pages and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, it's true though. That's what my, one of my number one questions asked is, "Hey, are we doing night photos?" Okay. Yeah, it's like, oh man, we're not. But like, yeah, because yeah. I'm pooped by the time the night comes. <laughs> right. I'm just like burnt out we've you know, been like, out 12 oh. hours guys like, dude yeah it's like oh, i'm not staying up till like 10 o'clock guys <laughs> so yeah it's just uh but that's definitely one of the things that people ask for is night photography and there's a trick to it man yeah there's definitely well, there's... a trick to night photography sometimes so. it involves like led layers lights and, and layers yeah. and, well, yeah, patience. Layers and just a lot of the patience. right settings so flashlight trails and <laughs> flashlights oh you're talking about painting. light painting, painting yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean totally that's that's kind of once yep. you know what it does, then you can be kind of creative and have fun with it. But, so, yep. Yeah. Very, very, uh, there's a technique for sure. But yeah. Cool. So, I mean, so now that we're kind of into, I guess, phase two of fucking COVID. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Um, we just, we just got through halftime. Yeah. We're, we're about to go into the second half. But it's a little bit less crazy, I think. I would like to say it's a little, it feels a little less crazy than it was. I think it's because we have experience now. That's Maybe, it. Yeah, right? That's exactly we have, it. We have yeah. round one under we our belt. We know yes. what's up. Yeah. yeah, and so we're kind of like... It's not new anymore. Exactly. It's not new. There's not the fear of the unknown. We kind of understand the, the beast that we're dealing with and the right. weird, you know... And we're learning and adapting. Yeah. So, yeah, how are we're you just, adapting now? Like, how's this next phase of your I'll be honest, man. Going? I'm, uh, I'm right now just putting my head down and going after different business opportunity. Okay. I'm taking this time to kind of just chill and figure out what's next for us as a yeah. as a company as a family um and our future and is know, that gonna do you think that's gonna involve photography still yes okay i have some ideas that's gonna help everyone in this market or in this industry that will all get paid shooting photography there's a there's a company i want to open up and i hope it works it's something i just thought of in the last few weeks and okay. it involves photography heavily cool it, it, it involves um companies all the companies 
It involves everybody who shoots photography um, for free right now. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be awesome if I can make it work. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, I'm still booking weddings for 21. Good. Um, all of my weddings from 20 have been moved to 21. So that's going to be a real next year's going to be tough. It's yeah. going to be, I am going to work the back hardest I've back. ever worked <laughs> on triples, doubles. Like it's going to be insane if they happen. We have, that's the thing, guys. Right. We have no idea we don't what's going to happen. Well, no I, idea. I've got a thought, which is yeah. either A, it goes way fucking crazy, or B, we all get back to life because. It's going to get to the point where everyone's over it. We just decide, screw it. Yeah. You know, consequences no matter what, be damned. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's definitely going to happen. Yep. People are done. I would yeah. say any other country would probably delve into an apocalypse semi, like, but the, <laughs> but Americans are so, like, at some point, we have this boiling point as uh, culturally where once we hit it, gloves are off. We're just like, fuck it. Like, I'm already, I'm, I'm already I'm kind of charge. Into, I'm just going to charge into battle now. Like, yeah. fuck it. I'm not wearing a mask around you guys straight up. Like, you, you got it here first. Like, I actually forgot. I'm I hope Shannon doesn't, doesn't hear this because she's going to get mad. Fucking I actually over totally it. forgot about that. I'm done. <laughs> you said that. I want my kids to go back to school. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. I'm wearing a it's, mask. It's, it, there's, I'm not a good teacher. That's okay, man. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Hey, there's going to be some of us who are dumb and they're yeah. dumb, not dumb. Thank you. Thank Done. You. Yes. Yes. <laughs> little Freudian slip there. I'm, okay. I'm going home. See I'm, you later. I'm stupid. I cannot Actually, teach. Actually, maybe I won't make it home now. Yeah. Um. No, not dumb. There's going to be some people who are just done, dude. And there's going to be some people who are just still taking it easy. The situation easy. is dumb. Yeah, man. You the know, situation it's like, is dumb. It's definitely... It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely something that needs... I don't know. I don't want to get into it because it just... I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it, and I'm not one to talk to anything about that type of stuff because I'm just like, I don't watch the news. I yeah. just don't, you know. And like, right now, I do yeah. feel a lot of people have checked out too. A lot of people are just like, I'm Roll just gonna, punches, it, it, it's gonna know? be what it's gonna be. It I'll is. wear my damn Absolutely. mask for these donuts, and then after that, I'm not wearing this fucking thing <laughs> anymore. Yeah, I mean, I take my mask off when I get in the car. That's just yeah. of course, of course, that's just weird. But yeah. yes, I do respect the fact that there's a point to this, and I'm gonna. Right. Try and be a team player. Me too. You know? Me too. And I and I wear it like we wear our masks. Like yeah. obviously, it. Yeah. it sucks we're not wearing them right now. I guess, but I mean, I'll just wash my hands and make sure. I'm sure you guys are clean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I still wear my mask. You know, Christine wears her mask, and we are following. I guess you could say the rules. Yeah. Um, the best we can, and that that is what it is. But um, well, yeah. So you know, it's funny is my buddy John's here with us. John from Castle Fab. He actually came out with us to hang out. What's up, John? How you guys doing? Hey, John. <laughs> Did I pick up? <laughs> Poor John. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I heard it. Poor John. He's out there. He's out, out there kicking rocks. Yeah, yeah. Like you guys are assholes. Yeah. Sorry, John. We're almost done here. Hey, it's only been an uh, hour. But yeah. you know, like John was actually supposed to come to our house and spend time and spend the night with the family and hang out at the pool and we got a new place in Eastvale. Um, oh, I just told everyone where I live. Um, and so like, you know, he was supposed to come out and my mother-in-law who lives with us, she's like in her late, like mid to late seventies. Like she wasn't feeling it at all. At having all. him over. Right. And so, you know, this is the first time me and John are seeing each other. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And this yeah, is I mean, it's the be. first time I've seen you since before you left. Yeah. He went, he went off to yeah. Minden, Nevada. Asshole. Yeah. 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 So. The whole, that, that's definitely But it's hard. definitely it's affected. Hard. It's definitely affected people, but yeah, we are still being safe. Overly right. safe, maybe. Like, I would have been okay with John coming over. Like, I would have taken that risk. But, yeah, I mean, it's kind of freaky if you're older and you're in that risk. If you're in that risk demographic, yeah, totally. yes. Yeah, it's, a, it's a very personal, very risky decision. My uncle works in office, and one of his guys got it. And then they had to shut down. 
yeah. for 14 days and get tested and like, oh, dude, like the whole office huge, right it's a huge yeah. ordeal guys like, it is. it's just wild so it's it's expensive it's, just, it's annoying yes yeah like yeah and it was right after fourth of july so you can only imagine where that guy was beforehand so it's like dude you know well, you know, you know what's interesting is you, John. You've got a whole different perspective with where you live, right? Like, yeah. Like, how's that been? Oh, it's been like I just started wearing a mask probably two weeks ago, no when our governor mandated it, and even then I don't wear one. I just this, through this whole thing, I've been I guess deemed essential by I guess the government when I think everyone's essential because everyone contributes to the economy. Economy, but uh, so I, I, you know, I, I I never stopped working. So to me, like. It's just been another day. Um, and, and where I come from, or not where I come from, where I live now, uh, population is like less than 5,000 people. Yeah. You know, it's, and that, just my town. That makes a huge difference. Yeah. So, and, and, and so everyone kind of knows everyone. And so, you know, when you have less population, there's less likely it's going to spread. There's going to be less numbers. And you guys are, there's, there's social distance built we're in. Our, yeah. I yeah. mean, we're like, <laughs> like, my house is on an acre parcel, so yeah. we're not like right next to each other. So, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, there's plenty of room. People have, you know, ample space to roam around and not get like stir crazy. Or yeah. Like fever. when people ask why LA or San Diego or even Orange County are in such tough, you know, situation, it's like, dude, you have entire segments of population that have to pass each other in hallways all day long. Oh yeah, definitely. And, like yeah. you have hundreds of people that are passing in close proximities in sealed rooms that doesn't happen when you're living out in the countryside yeah definitely. those things those those situations don't exist yeah which is a good thing in yeah. this in this situation yeah my and plus for like where i work i'm outdoors like it's, yeah that's my cubicle so I'm, yeah. I'm never like ever inside anything yeah unless i'm in a tractor or something fixing it but yeah well that's yeah. lucky you i mean <laughs> it's it's funny because i hear the i hear the same thing from like adam up north up in like the tahoe sonora area and it's like their populations are so small it's almost as if it doesn't even exist for those guys. Yeah, like I said, it's just a different. It's it's this is the, this is the kind of situation where that that lifestyle pays off, right? That that lifestyle has its benefits. Like everything is a trade off, right? And in this case, this is the trade off, yeah. right? A, a a viral outbreak is a trade off of living in a dense city. Yeah. There's other payoffs to that, right? But that's you know, we we choose our battles and we we may we live with our choices. All I know is if China can supposedly get it under control, we sure as fuck can. So like, let's yeah. hurry up, get it done. Well, we're also not black bagging people in the white van. So that's true too. Yeah, <laughs> we have that. this we have There's this pesky that. constitution that <laughs> yeah. that prevents us from doing certain things. We that have would, rights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It gets in the way of of things sometimes. <laughs> All right, man. So, on that note, <laughs> should we pay? Bills? We hope none of you disappear in a van. Please, uh, please be respectful and uh, don't piss off the feds, especially if you're in Portland. And on that note, AJ, mm. where can people find you? Oh, if they haven't already found you, assuming because you got a pretty big following already. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram under Photo Runner. It's F O T O R N R, and then also on our YouTube, which should be growing hopefully soon yep and if anyone's um, getting married in 2021 yeah you can look us up on uh, adrian john photography or actually it's adrian john photo on instagram so a d r i a n j o n photo on instagram and cool. send us a dm if you have any questions for sure nice nice thank you so much for just making this time happen because yeah, we were joining us we've been trying to do it know, for a minute for a while i'm now. glad it finally worked yeah. out <laughs> absolutely i'm actually glad you like this spot because i was like fuck we're driving for a long we time we are driving a little <laughs> no, further than dope. normal i mean i had to take a killer leak on the, like halfway through and i was like do i gotta stop so sorry that your dog had to lay in that for a minute <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> poor happy <laughs> but she's over here now so she's good yeah, she's, 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 she's passed she's, out she's passed out in the shade Dude, she's, she's such a chill dog yeah that's awesome yeah so yeah let's pay some bills all right, so as usual, thanks to KC for always uh, supporting, and I'm hoping that we will see the LA family.
family soon. Oh yeah. Uh, it's been a minute since we've had a, a meetup and. Oh my gosh. Dude, yeah. we were we were like at the point of growing. We so thought July was gonna happen too. Dude, we thought July was gonna be like yeah. San Diego. Yeah. And we were finally gonna open up into San Diego, and we're gonna open up up north with Adam and his crew and and John and all them. And yep. We're still waiting. Yep. Dude. So, anyways, Casey highlights. Uh, we we look forward to seeing the Cardina family soon. Yeah. Um, but you know, catch them online. Uh, there's some cool things in the works, you know, tune in to the virtual Overland Expo if you catch this before the 8th of August, uh, because we will be making an announcement on some cool stuff coming uh, out of KC. Um, but with that said, we still have the Pro 6, you know, light bar that everyone's like, you know, kind of sporting out of the crew on their rigs, bitching ass light, as well as the slim light, you know, LED um, and you know, just and good. the chase bar. People chase always bar. talk about the chase bar. Like I get hit up so much on that chase bar. Chase bar is probably one of the most useful and you know loved products. Yes, it's thing. hands down my favorite light on that vehicle. So because, multifunctional. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, and then, who else do we got? Gear forward. Gear forward. That's yep. right. So, man, I cannot wait for us to actually collect stuff. Start collecting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> now that Ollie has his massive, massive garage where we're going to store everything. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I guess I've been nominated. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, one thing to, to mention is our store is now open and we That's got- right. Dude. So when you hear this podcast, there will be product already on the, on the website. Check out. We nice. got a patch, got which a patch. is kind of our mantra, which is so far so good. Yep. Which so, I saw yesterday. Did you see it? Well, yeah, you guys. That's right. You, <laughs> you texted, texted it to, him. to me. Oh, I did. Oh, by accident. accident. Yeah. I thought I was texting Frank. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Frank's like, I guess uh, we have patches now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So that is the patch. You will get one as part of participating in today's podcast. Yeah, I got the first patch, everyone. Yeah. Um, John, you too. Just kidding. Yep. Um, Absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, so we have patches now. We have stickers. Go online and really, what you're paying for is not for the patch. It's not for the sticker. It's to help support me and Frank. I mean, you to are get from but point A to point B. You yes. will get the patch and you will get the sticker. But really, the money's going to help us adventure further. Continue. This I stole operation. that from Casey. Um, yeah. Adventure further and do our thing. Yep, exactly. You know, bring the adventure to you. Exactly. So, thanks yeah. for listening, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, John. Thanks, John, for for, for Thanks, joining AJ. the adventure. Thanks John, for having me. You should tell them how to find John real quick. Oh, John, how do how do people find you these days? Yeah, like if they want if they want you to fabricate something for them. Uh, probably the best thing to do is hit me up on Instagram at at, at Castle Fab. And All right, me. that's probably the easiest way to find me nowadays. All right, and he had a heavy hand in uh in in getting Kate built. So yeah, check him out. Um, and you can see his handiwork. Forever grateful to that guy right yep. there. Yep, and all around good human being. Yep. So, so if you want to find Frank, where do you go? Uh, I'm at Trucky McTruckface on and the Instagrams. I'm at Kate the Jeep. All right, check us out at rigfordirt.com and buy a patch. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Later.